What was to pass or to pass by? Passare. Passare, good. And how would you say past? Like I I have passed by, just past. Passato. Passato. And passato actually is also a noun. Il passato means the past. So many of these ato, ito, uto words are quite flexible in this way. You might find them as nouns as well as adjectives. How would you say we passed by to buy something? We passed by to buy something. Siamo passati comprare qualcosa. Good, but a, a, a comprare. Good, a. We show that action towards that to buying, no? Siamo passati a comprare qualcosa or una cosa in this context could fit as well. We pass by to buy something. Siamo passati a comprare una cosa, qualcosa. How would you say just uh, we bought something? Uh, abbiamo comprato una cosa. Abbiamo comprato una cosa. So here, comprato does not uh, match anything. No, there's no need for it to match anything. What if we say we bought them? Li abbiamo comprati. Very good. Li abbiamo comprati. So because we have li, this little word beginning with L, we're matching the auto with this. Li abbiamo comprati. What was to give? Dare. Dare. And given? Dato. Dato. D-A-T-O. Dato. Dato. Which is also like a piece of data. Of course, this is where data comes from in English. In Italian, you have dato and dati, like the plural. And actually, in English, data is like a plural, no? Rather than a piece of data. So, that actually just means a given, no? And we also even say that in English. In English, we can say, it's a given, to say something's obvious. It's a piece of data. So, dato from dare also means data. How would you say, I have given them to my friend? I have given them to my friend. Give me the first bit first. I have given them. Li ho dato. Dato. Good. Again. Dati. Dati. Li ho dati. We will match dato with li. Dati. To the my friend. So, we have two, which is? A. And the? Il. Good. Il. A. And il, they will fuse together and they will give us al, a-l, al. Al. So that's a il, al. So how would you say to my friend? Al amico, al mio amico. Al mio amico. So give me that all together. I have given them to my friend. Li ho dati al mio amico. Very good. Li ho dati al mio amico. I have given them to you. So this is actually like the way we are splitting it up in English, no? But when when we say in English, I have given them to you, this is also I have given you them, which is how we say it in Italian, no? I have given them to you, I have given you them. And this you them are just two little words at the beginning. And what happens to tili as well? Whenever we have tilo, milo, what does it become? Ah, te li o dati. Good, te li o dati. No? 
I have given you them. Te li o tati. Good. So we've seen that la li le means we need to change the ending of ato, uto, ito to match it. When we use ti, mi o chi without any lo, la or whatever, these small sounds, ti, mi and chi, they can also cause matching to happen, but it's optional. It's optional. So it's not something you need to worry about, but I need to mention it because when you hear it, you don't want to feel like you misunderstood all the rules <laughs> about when you should and shouldn't be matching. So you might hear this, but it's really not important for us. What is important is to match it when we have lo, la, le, or li, no? But when you get ti, mi, or chi by itself, that could also cause some matching. But like I say, it's optional. So if we say, for example, have you understood me? What is you have again? I. I. H-A-I, with our silent H. Have you understood me? Mi hai uh, capito? Good. Mi hai capito? So, this is correct. Mi hai capito? But if it's a female speaking, no, who says, mi hai capito? You could hear the ito matching the mi, no? Mm -hmm. Mi hai capita? No, not the person you're speaking to. It's matching the me, the little word that you've put there. But it's optional. So, mi hai capito? Mi hai capita? How about, have you understood us? Noi hai capiti? Noi is the word for we, no? What is the sound for us? Ci. Ci. Ci hai capiti? Good, so you can do that, but you don't need to. No, so you could say ci hai capiti or, or even the feminine if we are a, a feminine us, no, ci hai capite, no, but it's perfectly uh, common and normal to say ci hai capito, so this agreement is optional. How would you say I haven't understood you? Non, non ti ho capito. Non ti ho capito. And if you're talking to a female, you might also say... Non ti ho capita. Good. Non ti ho capita. How would you say I have given you the book? Ti ho dato il libro. Good. Ti ho dato il libro. And here you couldn't have any optional matching because the optional matching only happens when we have mi ti o chi by itself. So here we have I have given you the book. In this case we can't match mi ti o chi. I have given you it. Te l'ho dato. Te l'ho dato. So again, we have the lo o contracting together, and here you wouldn't have an optional matching with the te of you because you have a lo there. I have given it to you already. I have already given it to you. What is already? Ja. Ja. G I A. So I have already given you it. Te l'ho già dato. Good. Te l'ho già dato. I have already given you them. Te li ho già dato. Dati. Very good. Te li ho già dati. And there we have to change dato to match with the L word that we have, li. Te li ho dati. What was to do or to make? Fare. Fare. F-A-R-E. Done or made, like in I have done, I have made, it is done, it is made, is fatto, fatto. Fatto. And you can hear, I'm pronouncing two T's here, 
fatto, F-A-T-T-O. Fatto. So this version is also a noun, like we saw il dato can be the piece of data, or i dati, the data, like in the plural. Il fatto is the fact. The fact. How would you say the facts? I fatti. I fatti. No? So a done, a made, is a fact. No? How would you say I have done or I have made it? L'ho fatto. L'ho fatto. And what if you meant a feminine thing? L'ho fatta. L'ho fatta. No? We wouldn't hear it in la because it's still contracted, la and o, to lo. But we hear it in fatta. L'ho fatta. Very good. I have made them. Li ho fatti. Li ho fatti. So no contraction there with the plural. No? Li ho fatti. And what if you're talking about feminine things? Le ho fatte. Le ho fatte. Good. I have made you something. I have made something for you. We don't need the for. We can just say, I have made you something. Ti ho fatto una cosa. Ti ho fatto una cosa. Good. I have made you it. Ti, ti l'ho fatto. Te l'ho fatto. Good. Te l'ho fatto. No, I've made you it. Te l'ho fatto. And if you're talking about a feminine thing? Te l'ho fatta. Te l'ho fatta. Good. What was you have? I. I. Have you made us them? Have you made them for us? Have you made us them? Chili ai fratti. And what happens to chili? Chili ai fratti. Ce li ai fatti. Good. Ce li ai fatti. So, fatti is agreeing with li, not with ce. Ce li ai fatti. Or if we were talking about feminine things instead of li. Ce li ai fatti. Fatte. Good. Ce li ai fatte. Ce li ai fatte. Good. Have you understood the facts? Have you understood the facts? Hai capito i fatti? Good. Hai capito i fatti? Good. So you have a couple of things to think about in the past in Italian, no? You need to think about whether you will use have or be when you are building your past, whether you will use to have or to be in the beginning to build that past structure. And also you will think about whether you need to match your ato, ito or uto ending. Don't worry about all the things you have to remember, like, all at once, no? Just when you want to say something, let that be the motor for the thought, no? You will think about just the bits you need to, rather than running through the panorama of everything you know about the past, no? So you have a, a sentence you want to say in front of you, and just the bits that arise whilst you are building it, you can think those through about whether you need to do any matching or whatever. And also listening. Listening allows you to review what you know when you hear something that's said in a certain way. All you have to do is think about why it's said in this certain way, and this will remind you what you know. So, for example, if I say, li abbiamo comprati, li abbiamo comprati, first, what does it mean? We bought them. We bought them, no? And what do you notice there? 
in li abbiamo comprati. That uh, comprati matches with li. Perfect. Brilliant. So that's all you need to do now. If you analyze the Italian you expose yourself to and think about why it is the way it is, beyond whether you understand it or not, why is it like this? And you will revise in this way all of the different rules that you've learned to use.